Welcome to Hella Radio, a Destiel podcast. I'm Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. And we need to talk about Destiel. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would. All right. So in this first episode, we're just going to talk about what the hell we're going to do with this podcast. Um, And that includes we're going to talk about each episode that is important to Desiel. And that includes some episodes before Cass even shows up. Which is going to be interesting for you, Sally, because you started watching with season four, correct? Yes. I'm one of those people who started watching it after uh, the episode that aired on November 5th, if my memory serves me right. (laughs) Yes, I I believe a lot of people did. I started watching between season seven and eight. Um, So eight has a very uh, special place in my heart. Uh, But and then I stopped watching because I got mad at it at the show. And then I I always said that like if Destia went canon that I would come back to the show. And but I said that sort of in a way like, you know, this is never gonna happen, right? And then on November 5th, I'm on Tumblr and everyone's freaking out and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they played you. <laughs> is this like too early in this podcast to disclose? <laughs> what I'm feeling Go about it. all of this, or yeah, um, the way I see it, I don't have the right to do that yet because I still haven't seen um, uh, all the episodes or the finale. So I'll save my rage for <laughs> when I have. <laughs> valid, Just to valid. be politically correct. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um. So. These first couple of episodes, we really only have, I think it's four episodes before Cass shows up that we want to talk about. And we're going to mush those together into a couple of episodes. We're not going to do each episode separately. Um, But we're uh, going to uh, format it, too, in a way that makes it uh, easier to follow so and you have the notes on what that format's supposed to be like so go ahead Sally yeah uh, so I think uh, we'll uh, start with uh, talking a bit about plot uh, yeah with every episode so we have like general idea what's going on in the episode uh, we will be discussing and then we'll point out some themes 
we know that people in supernatural fandom are very fond of oh, talking yes. about themes and parallels, and those are going to be like big parts of our uh, podcasts and discussions. And then um, our big wish is also to include fandom. So we'll try to talk about um, uh, some episodes that were big in fandom, like, for example, the man who would be king um, and so on and so forth. Um, and then, um, yeah, we'll end up probably... Um, setting up some expectations for the next episodes uh, yes, in yes. the series. So you guys can follow along and watch episodes that we're going to talk about before our episode airs. Um, just to make it more interactive for you guys. And we're going to, if you guys have any ideas for us, we have a Tumblr, a Twitter, and do we have an Instagram as well? Uh, we do have Instagram. It's almost set up, and uh, we you can find us at Hella Radio everywhere. Yes. So, if you have ideas for how we can be more interactive, please send them our way. We would love to, you know, include you guys more because this is this is you know a family. It's supernatural family. And we would love to hear uh, some thoughts you have, uh, because obviously we are only two people here, so there's not lots of diversity <laughs> thought-wise. Um, so yeah, please send send your thoughts towards us, and um, uh, we'll make we'll try to uh, include some uh, in our episode. So maybe we will uh, let you know what our next podcast is going to be. Not maybe we will surely let, let you, let you know every week what our next podcast is going to be. So if there is something that you specifically want us to mention or want us to talk about, um, please feel free to add us anywhere. (laughs) Yes. Yes, please do. Um, so I think right now we should talk a little bit about like our personal history we we just did a moment ago about our personal history with supernatural and destiel but um maybe if we could dive in a little more how does that sound to you yeah sure um i'll go first (laughs) um (laughs) obviously i don't know if you're disclosing too much here in the first ever episode but um i i've been on tumblr since the since 2010 or 11 i think so i had like fairly i was aware that supernatural was a thing <laughs> because you couldn't be on you tumblr in those not. days <laughs> and uh, besides i was uh, into uh dr who who and sherlock so like the two other parts of the big super who lock okay. family yep. yep but i Honestly, I never got into Supernatural, uh, and honestly, I don't know why. I think there was this. Well, sometimes I get, sometimes I get that when something is like very big and po- popular, I just get a version, and I'm just like not interested in in it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I promise, I'm not a shallow person, but sometimes <laughs> it works like that. 
So, uh, yeah, I know now people are asking themselves, and why was, in, was I into Sherlock or Doctor Who? I was into those fandoms before they became popular. <laughs> 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 okay, so obviously I was aware of Supernatural, but like I never had the urge to watch it. I, um, I actually tried to watch it, uh, and uh, because like I didn't want to miss out on stuff that was going on. Uh, but um, not gonna lie, like it didn't do anything for me. But I watched the first eight episodes, I think, of um, uh, series one, um, season one, as Americans would say. Um, and uh, <laughs> and um, honestly, I, my firm belief is that there are um, like that I wasn't ready for that in my life at that point because. Uh, uh, oftentimes I, I have this experience that I start watching something and it just doesn't click because it's not right for, for that time for me to see it because it doesn't just re resonate at that point in my life. Uh, yeah. And yeah, the other memory I have of watching uh, Supernatural, I don't remember if uh, that was before or after. I think it was after I tried to watch uh, season one. Uh, is that when French, French Mistake aired. Uh, and I remember that I had this friend who was uh, very much into Supernatural. Uh, and we, we were actually, we got to know each other uh, uh, from Tumblr. Uh, and uh, I remember it was like we were three friends and she invited us both over to her place and she was like, okay, I have, I know that neither of you are watching Supernatural, but you have to see this episode, it's, it's bonkers. <laughs> and she just sat us down and made, what, made us watch it and she would pause like every five minutes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, explaining things to us and it was so funny to her but like, we didn't know anything about what was happening so <laughs> we didn't find it that that funny but um, obviously now I have seen a French mistake and I have to admit it is pretty funny it's very fun <laughs> <laughs> so those are like my two main memories of related to Supernatural before actually starting towards Supernatural what about so, you? Well okay before we get into me, how oh, yeah? how did you get into Destiel? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, if I I don't want to, um, <laughs> how do we watch Supernatural and not get into <laughs> Destiel? <laughs> like, are you Eric Kripke? Because like there is, you know, like there is like there is no other. I don't know. I just like. Um, but but you, if you started watching after November fifth, then clearly you already knew about Destiel before you started watching. Yeah, fair point. Uh, the thing is that <laughs> okay, uh, I realized that we are doing here Destiel podcasts. Uh, Destiel as in Destiel from Supernatural and I keep talking about Sherlock but but bear with me. I, I've always felt this kinship with with Destiel fandom as someone who shipped John Locke because like we never got happy ending and honestly when when the confession happened on the 5th I was like oh my god I just want to have what they are having <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, it's just like, 
I was like, I got this high, even though like I, I never shipped them. I had only seen like handful of fan art that looked amazing, but like beyond that I had probably reblogged before. But like this this high, like it felt it felt surreal. I don't know how to describe that day. If you weren't there, you just weren't there. Like it was like a singular experience of like mass mass euphoria or something. It was crazy. Oh yeah. So I just I just decided to ride that wave and I like, I just, I know this sounds weird, but like I started to make memes even though I have never seen (laughs) (laughs) an episode of Supernatural and I would just keep reblogging those memes about the confession scene and at some point I realized that I was actually catching feelings and I actually started (laughs) to care about these two fictional characters I had nothing to do with like 24 hours before so yeah that's mostly yeah Destiel was definitely what got me into it and the worst part was actually that I started watching uh, before uh, the finale aired the uh, 15-20 episode Uh, uh, so so when I start started watching, I was like very hopeful that it would get resolved <laughs> and that, that they would ride into sunset holding hands and you know how that went. We all um so yeah, like I, I kind of felt safe at that point. Uh uh safe enough to start watching it, but it didn't last long. Um yeah. <laughs> All right. Valid. I like it. So I started watching also because of Tumblr. Um, I obviously, since I started watching between season seven and eight, it was, I think it was summer of 2012. Um, and I, I was one of those people who just binged those seven seasons that I had missed in the span of about two weeks because I had nothing else going on in my life at the time. Wow. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, it was crazy. Um, and I had a couple of friends, like real life friends, not Tumblr friends, who uh, watched Supernatural and... Um, and one of them shipped uh, Destiel and one of them actually shipped something else that we're not going to even name on this show. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was just easy to get into it because, I mean, Cass, his introduction was just, you know, his introduction is iconic and I was taken by him right away. And I had been taken by Dean right away too. Like I, I remember texting someone, okay, I like the older one. (laughs) (laughs) He's my favorite. (laughs) I've decided this. And I was like on episode one. (laughs) Um, and, uh, so, yeah, and then, I mean, season eight was a great season for Destiel because we had Purgatory and the whole ridiculousness with Dean 
rewriting his own memories and everything. And, oh, it was just, it was, it was a great time to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, and then I left the show because I was getting annoyed with the fandom because, you know, the, the, I feel like the fandom has gotten better about this, but especially back then it was, it could be toxic and I hate to use that word, but that's the best word to use. Um, and I, I had gone to a, uh, convention and there were just some people that it was just sort of like I don't want to be around you and there was drama going on with actors and so on and so forth and then they killed off the character that a lot of us considered to be a representation of the fandom charlie bradbury and that was the final straw for me and i stopped watching um and then like i said earlier i i always said that like the only way i would come back is if destiel went canon and i was scrolling through when it was airing on the cw and uh people start going Destiel's canon Destiel's canon I'm like what are you talking about I don't believe you and and, like even then like I still was sort of like you know okay and I got I got the story like you know Cass said I love you but Dean didn't say it I say it back and then Cass immediately was killed and etc etc and I was just sort of like that doesn't count that doesn't count but at the same time this is supernatural and the chances of Cass coming back were so high that I ended up watching the finale live. Wow. That must have been very disappointing. Oh, my God. Like, f- 10 minutes into it, I'm going, what is this? This is just, this is bull. No. What is going on here? And, yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk about the finale more when we get there. But, oh, my God. To just have all of this build up and then nothing, no payout. Yeah, I honestly, I, um, because I'm still not there, uh, I am debating if I should even watch the finale once I get there because I has, still have the window to avoid it. That's uh, so valid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I had the option, I wouldn't have watched the finale either. <laughs> so I mean the memes are hilarious we have to say oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> the bad wig uh, on Sam yeah yeah yep honestly um when you say that you stopped uh, watching after they killed off Charlie I think there was 
a pretty common um that's yeah. a thing a lot of people did because uh, the friend I mentioned earlier, the one who made me and my friend watch uh, the French mistake for the first time, she I remember that she was also very upset by this and she too stopped watching it because Charlie used to be her favorite character. Yeah. And as you said, now that I know her and I have met her, <laughs> um, uh, I agree that she is the representation of fandom. So that must have it hard yeah. you know it's all it's always different when you binge watch a show and when you watch it live because when oh, yeah. you watch it watch it live uh you don't have to sit with with your feelings uh when you watch it live you have to sit sit with your feelings for like weeks and sometimes months and sometimes years and sometimes uh, decades if it's Sherlock and <laughs> okay <laughs> but like you get when you when you watch uh, when you binge watch it just like it's gone. You are on the next episode and the next episode and the next episode, and you don't really emotionally go through all of that. So it doesn't. It's not uh, as hard of a blow as it is when you're watching live. So yeah, yeah. I get so that. let's now talk about some of the things that have happened since fifteen eighteen despair <laughs> despair or the truth yeah i know right <laughs> we'll talk about that more for sure um okay so first of all i want to mention that november 5th happened to be the week of the 2020 election between the orange one and now president joe biden in yeah. the United States. And uh, that was an election that lasted all week long because it was crazy. And on Twitter, it was trending number one all week long, except for at one point. And it was when Destiel went canon. All of a sudden, <laughs> Destiel was number one on the trending list on Twitter above the election. And that's just crazy. It's it's absolutely surreal. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm not be, uh, big into Twitter. And where I, uh, where I, where I live, we, don't, we basically don't use Twitter. But, like, I get the importance of that, even a person yeah. who is removed from all of that. Because... Uh, even though I'm not in America, in the U.S., we also had, like, uh, our news would uh, uh, report about U.S. elections, like, every two hours or something. Yeah. So I get it. That it is a huge thing. And anyway, I mean, I'm not going to be the first person who says that, but, like, why did CW do what uh, the, the CW do what they did? Because... <laughs> I mean, right? when it generated so much, I mean, people have said that they have could have, um, maybe I'm just getting off track here, but like they could have used this to like generate a lot of money, a seeing how many people, money. seeing how many people cared about about this, that it got like trending number one on election day or the results yeah. day. So, oh. Uh, I honestly still don't have a logical explanation why they didn't <laughs> milk it, so to say. At least, you know, like in the worst capitalistic way. <laughs> Literally, 
it's just homophobia. That's all it is. There is. I wish there was a better explanation, but that I is know. like the only explanation that sticks. That because nothing else explains it. Exactly. I just because um, it is. It's it's so weird for me because I come from like a film background myself. I've studied filmmaking, so um, there is uh, there is no way that they would. You know, like, there's no way that any choice that was made, especially if we are talking about a show that ran for 15 years, there, there is no way that, that it wasn't dissected and thought about. You know, like, nothing yeah. just happened. They made it happen. Like, you all and we all have to, like, sit down and think about it, that you can't shoot a scene without, like, uh, getting props building these sets you know it's there are so many details if it's not important you're not gonna do it yeah you know like so much goes into it so there's no way that they will just like do something on a whim or not do something on a whim yeah it's all like calculated decisions and i honestly in time where uh disney and marvel and all these big corporations are making so much money out of stuff i just don't like there is no other explanation other than homophobia i i think i'm we are talking about um supernatural but like disney also has the same problem i'm gonna say with everything in regard to marvel and uh, china thing and it's just not gonna go into it but like uh it, it seems like across the media the only explanation for those decisions really is homophobia so yeah I know if anybody who is listening to this has any other logical explanation, please come come forward because please. I've been losing <laughs> sleep over this for like six or five months already. So like, please How come long, forward. However long it's been. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. Okay. Um, and then there have been other things which, like, okay, usually when a show finishes, even if it's been a super successful show. The show finishes and that's it. You'd never hear about it again. You know what Misha Collins said? That it was never going to be over. I know, <laughs> well, right. Okay. He was so right. He's a bit of a prophet there. Um, but, uh, but seriously, there have been other times since then that Desiel or something Desiel related has gotten on the top 10 trending list on Twitter. And it's crazy like on valentine's um the fandom decided that dean and Cass were going to get married and it was going to be canon and that this is just how it's like we're going to completely ignore 1520 though some fic writers were like we'll bring him back from or something some people even did like you know in heaven sort of stories so it was destial wedding or something like that was the hashtag that was trending on valentine's day and and okay guys seriously think about this how many hashtags are people using on a holiday like valentine's day and destial wedding ends up being in the top 10 I think it ended up, it was either number five or number four. 
before yeah. it started going back down. And 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 that's just one of the examples. The and it's always fun to see like the intern at Twitter who has to come up with the little blurbs. <laughs> the um, poor <laughs> but but I feel like there even came a point recently. I don't remember what the hashtag was, but there came a point where finally the intern at Twitter was just said it like it wasn't like the fans are celebrating this. It was just like stated as fact. Dean and Cass are doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like if CW Net's gonna make them canon, I'm gonna do it because I'm tired of having to type all these things, all 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 these things out. Yeah, man, it's 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 it is. I mean, we sit here and we laugh about it because it's like there is no other way we can deal with it because like the Basically. cultural import. Yeah, because the cultural importance, like it, it's it is so big, but at the same time. Uh, people who have uh, been creating it for like 15 years, like at no point give it any give give any importance to it. I mean, you know, like yeah. there's there, there's a huge discrepancy between how huge it is actually and how much power it has versus how how the creators treat it. Like there's there's a disbalance there, and I, I still don't don't understand. I <laughs> Okay, this is this may sound controversial, but I, as a cre cre creator, don't understand how you can how you can hate something as much. And uh, I mean, if you have created it in the first place, you know, like I always, I always have this the feeling that people who actually had stuff to, to do with it don't really appreciate it enough, you know. Oh yeah. Um, Except yeah, like maybe uh, Misha. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, not. <laughs> I I feel like Misha is the only one who uh, has learned to harness the the energy, the feral energy, defender yeah. has, and uh, to make good things happen out of it, and that's yeah. that's that's great. And honestly, I think there is like an inherent part part of supernatural uh, for me. Like it's insane when I go to I don't know who who was doing the fundraiser, uh, the Castile project fundraiser, and I see yes. that people have donated like thousands of dollars. I mean, this is insane that like a community yes. does that. A community around like two characters from like a show well, and there was one been... for Dean too. Yeah, yeah, and so, and it's just it's just stunning that because of this show, these fictional characters, that people are willing to say, "I care about this representation so much that I'm going to put a bunch of money into a charity because of the way that they were treated." That that's that's actually a very good point, and I think that that actually that shows very well how much people care. Because like, ultimately, if you do donate so much money, yeah, as you said, it means exactly. that you you care a lot, and I feel like that's why it also hurts when people like that get mistreated. 
especially you know like there's always this um this thing like uh creators view like creatively what they want to do with something they uh, they made versus what fandom wants it to be but like yeah you we have to we have to differentiate between those things because i don't want i as a fan don't want to uh tell the creator what to write i don't have the ambition and i don't want to it's their their thing but um it also depends on media you know like if it's like a show that's running on a network like cw and it's purely made just like even like the fact that it spanned, it, it ran for 15 seasons. I mean, the first thing you're going to think is like, yeah, okay, they are making this 15 seasons because they just want to make money. And it is like, it is right in some way. So, and seeing how it changed so many writers and like basically has no continuity. And I'm, I'm only saying these things because I dearly love this show. <laughs> and um, this is all just con- constructive criticism. So um, seeing how all that worked and then um, I think I just forgot what I was about to say. And then, yeah, and then arguing that everything that is happening like is like some creative choice when actually there was no creative choice. Like there was no plan. They had no idea when they were writing season five how it's one, it was going to get resolved in season 15. They had no idea there were going to be season 15. So it's like there, it, for them, there is nothing at stake except maybe money, you know? Yeah. So uh, taking all this into account, like I cannot imagine why they would specifically not give fans what fans want to see because, you know, either way they'd be making money. Yeah. Uh, there. So there is always like, because, yeah, I don't know. This, this just like something that's uh, really like rubs off the wrong way, uh, in my opinion. Uh, because I don't know if there is a chance to make uh, so many people happy uh, without actually having to sacrifice uh, your creative view or whatever, because they honestly didn't have any that's what i believe if somebody said that they knew how they wanted to resolve and why did they did did uh what they did please link send me a link um tweet at us (laughs) but otherwise yeah because otherwise there is no explanation so i don't know how why they choose what they choose yeah i agree and it's just especially in this day and age it's 2021 when the show ended, it was 2020. I'm guessing, no, okay, yeah, because they filmed the last couple of episodes during the pandemic. So it was 2020 when they filmed the last couple of episodes. Um, and it's just sort of like, what? Uh, come on, guys. <laughs> we're, we're at this point in history and we can't make these decisions that's it's just it's it's cowardice yeah especially when you i think a lot of people uh on on tumblr have said that that if they had gone the route the fans would have loved actually it would have like really elevated the quality because it would just like really given 
proper character arcs to yeah. their characters. And right now, honestly, like it's like not nothing's changed. You know, they they kind of like they're right back where they started. Yeah. So, like, what's the point? Exactly. They're, what was the point of watching 15 years of that just to have them end up right back where they started? That's that's not that's not good storytelling. Storytelling 101. Yeah, uh so I know. Because like especially I mean, honestly not going to why did they even write that confession like let's start yeah. there like, what, why have what, it there if you're not gonna follow up on it because it is so it was so easy to make something out of it like to say that to say that yes there is this show so many people love and this show that's like the famous for queer baiting baiting everything and everyone and actually you know what all this time i mean it wasn't queer baiting it was something else and they could have literally turned it around but instead they did they they did work (laughs) i just can't even talk about it it's just funny (laughs) it's so dumb it's funny (laughs) i'm glad you can find it funny I mean, I think I have the advantage of not uh, having, having been, been, in, been invest, in it. invested in this when yeah. I was like 13 because, <laughs> na- yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I can laugh at it. Uh, yeah, no, I just, I, it's crazy. But we will get more into that. I think now is a good place to stop for our first episode here introducing what we're going to do and talk about and some of the themes we're going to get into. Um, And uh, next episode, we're going to talk about two episodes from season one. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, episode 12, Faith, and episode 13, Route 666. I know everyone has a problem with Route 666, but... Cassie is important to the Castiel whole <laughs> thing. Come on, guys. We have to talk about it. <laughs> um, so uh, we will leave you here for now. Um, I'm Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. And this is Hella Radio. And we will see you next time. In second act. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Destiel. <laughs> Yes. Thank you for listening to Hella Radio. I'm Nora Rose. And I'm Sally. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Hella Radio. Theme music was provided by Kalua. And thank you so much to Josh for being our wonderful editor. Let me cry